Welcome to the Designated Drinker Show. I am Louise Salas, your host on the podcast that is raising the bar on craft cocktails. Um, and with me, of course, is me, Pata, who I believe to be totally Petri Mitri, the mixtress DC Gina. What? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> look at that. Very good. Very nice. Don't worry, Gina, don't worry. I promise. Very good. <laughs> it's all good. Well, it's my attempt at Peruvian slang, so I believe it's all good, but you know, if my enunciation is off, uh, I have no promises there, but it'll all make sense when I tell you who the today's designated drinker is, and he'll be able to say it with the right roll of every letter and, and, and uh, make sure it sounds that I haven't like totally screwed it up. Um, but uh, so let's get this tono started, shall we? And welcome to the show, Johnny Schuler. He's a massive distiller and I'm not going to butcher the distillery name and I'm going to let you say it. <laughs> totally copping out. <laughs> Thank you, Louise. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you for the invitation. Welcome to the yeah. show. Well, you just got a beautiful compliment there with saying pata. Pata in, in our slang. It's a slang in, in Peru. It means a very, very dear close friend. Oh. And Petri Mitri is a very, very, very colloquial expression of saying, I can't say the bad word, but we changed the vowels so it doesn't sound bad. But Peter Dimitri means really puta madre, which means it's really wonderful person, right? See, what really you say wonderful. was, how was the guy? De la puta madre, which means really very good, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then tono, which you get all these things. Tono means, let's get the party started. Tono. How was the tono? Well, how was the party going like? Tonazo. Pretty good. See? Big party. I'm into that. So yeah. ready for party. <laughs> I'm ready for a party today. Uh, good, well, good. I think we're hanging out with the right person for All that, right. I'm going to say. So please um, tell our listeners where, what, I know you're the master distiller and I was afraid to say the name. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, no. no. I, am, I am the master, Luis. I am um, the master distiller of uh, Destilleria La Carabelo. Is, yeah, it's, 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 it's a complicated word pronunciation in English, no? Like Carabello. But Carabello is the name, it was actually the name of the man that owned the property back in 1684. Wow. And it took the hacienda takes the name from him, no? It was Bodega and Destilleria La Carabello. So it's a vineyard. We have a viñedo, a bodega, and a distillery. Wow. So we are state-grown grapes and things like that. And, and we make this thing. This, this little thing called Pisco. This thing called Pisco, yes. right, which is really wonderful. Yes. Which is really a great, great spirit, right? It, it's a, I think, um, America, not a lot of Americans actually know uh, the depth of Pisco. I'm well, really what Pisco is. is. Let's start elementary. Well, so the thing is that what, is what it? it is, and then how important it is to the culture was yeah. the other part, that it is what it is, and then that lineage and that deep, rich cultural history is well, amazing. Dale Luis has a very beautiful phrase for it. He says, Pisco is the oldest, the new, the oldest spirit of the new world. Oh, yeah. Beautiful yeah, it would be. Absolutely. Yeah. You're right. That's his phrase. Yeah. It's the oldest spirit in the new world. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but Pisco, Pisco, we've been making Pisco Peru since the late 1500s. You know, the Spaniards brought the grape from the Canary Islands around 1557. Ah, right? oh, you know, just a couple we've days ago. We've got the dates, right? Yeah. Somewhere around. So immediately that, uh, the, those plants really began to produce abundant grapes for some reason. The bunches are huge and the volume of production is enormous. So this was done by the missionaries, right? Because what happened is when the conquistadores arrive in America, they find that there's no grapes in this continent. Yeah. 
No grapes meant no wine. Yes. No wine meant no mass on Sunday. <laughs> oh, well, or happy monks, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so they very quickly, Carlos V, Charles V, King of Spain, had to put a price, a dowry, on the first subject of the crown that would produce wine in America. And this happened, believe it or not, in 1557. Wow. In a little hacienda near, called Marcahuasi, near Cusco, in Peru. Not Napa, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> little dig. Sorry, a couple hundred years before, right? So that production became abundant, a lot of that stuff, a lot of wine. But the wine was not a very strong, couldn't hold very long. So we had to transport it over the Andes to send it to uh, Potosí, which was a silver mine in the south of Peru, and then Bolivia today, the big silver mountain. Potosí gave a lot of wealth to, to Spain. And you had to transport it over the Andes, so it wouldn't last. So what did they do? It was heavy, right? Yeah. So they distilled it. Cooked oh. it, right? Four bottles of wine makes one bottle of Pisco. Wow. Sure. Wow. Right? Yeah. So volume went down, and pretty cool. And then we discovered that uh, we were making a spirit that was unlike no other. Yes. Because there's a lot of regulations, a lot of norms that uh, oblige us to singularities, to different things that makes us completely different from any spirit that these guys have in a bar, right? You go to a regular bar, whiskeys, jeans, vodkas, tequilas, they're all distilled two, three, four, five times. Yeah. The Norman Peru only allows us to one distillation. We cannot go through two, 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 two times to the still. Cognac is distilled twice. Oh. Then we're made from wine. We're yes. not made from pomace like grappa. Right. We're more like cognac, but we're not aged in wood. <laughs> right? So there's a lot of singularities that make this thing absolutely different. Yes. And wonderful. And yes. drinkable. And, uh, so, uh, and thirsty. And thirsty. And thirsty, yeah. Yes. So uh, do you mind? Uh, Why not? Right. So uh, while Johnny sets us up, I just want to make sure that everyone knows where we are. We are at, here in the Napoleon House. Um, which is right in the heart of uh, the French Quarter in New Orleans. And uh, you might hear some little grinding here, a little banging here. Well, it's because they've got a lot of construction going on. Um, this is an amazing historic building, and they're putting an awful lot of uh, work into it. So, And we can hear some of that. But it's all right. We don't mind. Kind of little spirit here, little spirit there, and a whole <laughs> lot of construction. So. All right. Let me go through uh, a little bit of what, what Pisco really is, right? We know that it's a distilled spirit from wine. We know it goes in a copper pot still, single distillation, once times the spill, small batch. It has to be done from eight different vitis vinifera grapes. And we have a geographical denomination. It has to be in the coastal valleys of Lima, Ica, Arequipa, Moguegua, and Tacna. Don't repeat the names because they're Because you know I can't. <laughs> So, I got Lima in there. So, <laughs> yeah. so it's, it's regulated by a norm, right? So nobody can, not anybody can produce it. You have to comply with a lot of regulations and things like that. So it's pretty, pretty tight to control. Now, we have eight grapes. Each of the grapes has a particular basket of aromas. Like in the wine world, you would say a Cabernet Sauvignon has uh, red, red fruit, uh, deep cherries, red cherries, uh, and each one has, like each wine grape, it has its own aromas. Each pisco grape has its own basket of aromatic impressions, right? We have eight. What we're trying now, what we're going to try now, taste now, is Carabedo, the puro. Puro <laughs> means two things in Spanish, in Peru. Puro means pure. Yes. Right? 
But in this case, it means that this pisco, puro, has been distilled when the wine is dry. Oh. And mosto verde means that it's been distilled when the wine is still sweet. So we need about 8 or 10 pounds to make this bottle. Wow. But I need 18 or 20 pounds to make this bottle. Wow. Right? Because it still doesn't carry the sugars. It carries vapors. Right? But I need twice as much because I'm distilling an untotally fermented wine, a sweet wine. So we're starting with a puro, a dry pisco made from dry wine. From okay. dry wine, right? This is a very... Quebranta is the mission grape in California. That's what it is. Brought by the Spaniards and then Junipero Serra brought it up to here, right? Spread all over America. The aromatic structure is very low. But what you're looking for, this is 41% alcohol, 82 proof, right? So it is pretty, yeah. pretty strong. So when you want, begin to, to smell, what you're trying to look is first that it doesn't have an aroma to acetone, to paint, to rubber, to baby's burp, to, yeah. <laughs> yeah, father's. to my father's cheese after, my father was Swiss and he had his cheese after, I don't know, <laughs> 10 days in the refrigerator. I think things were crawling around it, right? So, <laughs> so you go in there, you smell it. It's round. It doesn't hurt your nostrils, which is very important, right? And then the aromatics in my case here, I'm finding a little bit of, a little bit of a banana puree, the skin of the banana. I'm looking for, a, I find a little bit of chocolate. Something green, like gra cut grass, yeah. right? And then a little bit of yeast. So you move it around, open it up. Open up like wine, yeah. Yeah. Like wine. We Peruvians love to drink this, which neat, right? You know, this is the way we, we really yeah. like it. But we are in the world of cocktails, right? We need to convince everybody that this is a fantastic mixture, right? This is a fantastic cocktail maker. Yes, of course. So. I'm ahead of you. I, this is yeah, delicious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't wait. Okay. All right. So now you put it in your mouth. I did. Smooth. Absolutely. It's not burning. No. Right? Not at all. It has a long aftertaste. You talk, you speak, and still the aromas are coming out. Yes, absolutely. Beautiful. Round. It fills the mouth. It explodes the mouth, actually. really, It really opens up, right? Strong. I like it. Good. Right? So this is what we call the non-aromatic. Right? Quebranta. We have eight grapes, four Peruvians. We consider them less aromatic. All grapes are aromatic, of course. Yes. We consider four less aromatic and four more aromatic. And to show you that difference, we're going to try the second one. Sorry about that. Now, smell that. Oh, Wow. Now compare it to the, the other one. The nose on that. Compare it to the other one. Totally different. All right? It's like dancing out of the glass. Beautiful. What do you have in there? Jasmine? Definitely. Yeah, white flowers. Yeah. Citrix, the skin yeah. of the... The citrus and the jasmine is what spoke to me immediately. That's why I said it danced out of the glass. I got that citrus. Oleander, like that smell, yeah. Then, the white flowers. Then you go back to the other one. Yeah, this one doesn't have too much of an aroma, right? No, not the at the all. dry yeah, ones, then... the chocolate is there, the banana is there. No, but... now, so after this, now the cocoa, that, that cacao is now from it. I agree. It's not before. Like when you were saying that, that smell, I was not. Um... Now you find it. Now you're, you're picking it up. Yeah, because it's like now that I drank some of it and like that, 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 what you're talking about, cocoa, it doesn't mean like, you know, cho yeah. chocolate, like milk yeah. chocolate. Yeah. It's delicious. 
Well, now this, the smell is completely different. It's crazy. Yeah. I, I think it's beautiful. No, I agree. And with in you. this case, I have to share with you guys that this pisco in 2016 was declared best spirit. Wow. Best white spirit of the San Francisco competition. 2016. 2017, it repeated the show. Best wow. white spirit of the competition. This is really And 2018, delicious. double gold medal. Nice. Three years. Bam. Top medals. <laughs> Drop the mic. No, don't. <laughs> right? Congratulations. It's yes. Wow. No. Congratulations. Yes. Congratulations. Are, yes. And they're beautiful. And coming out, that does makes a different cocktail than this one, right? Then you have to go cocktails that have peaches, cocktails that have pineapple, mango. You go into yellow fruits, right? Make cocktails with this. This one you can make it with pisco sours. We make pisco sours more with this, right? Oh, but, this is so good. And so in Peru, is this also, do you drink it neat as well? Yes, we drink Peruvian drinkers, as I am a designated drinker. You are a designated drinker. <laughs> and, I, and I enjoy being in this side of the bar and not that side of the bar. <laughs> Such is my life. So you are the magician. You are the one that prepares all this witchcraft with those things and make wonderful cocktails and I wonderful drinks. I appreciate the term witchcraft. Beautiful. It is witchcraft. I think it's magic what, 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 what mixologists do behind the bar. I think it is. Yes. I'm a drinker. I'm, honestly, I am a drinker. I love to drink. I have my cocktails every night before dinner. I drink. I'm not a three martini lunch drinker. One is good enough, right? But everything has to do with pisco for me, right? Everything. It's my life. It's my, it's, 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 it's in our tradition. It's in our music. It's in our poetry. It's in our painting. We celebrate when somebody is birthday, right? Yeah. And we mourn drinking shots of pisco when we are mourning our great grandfather that passed away, right? Yeah. So, we, we have it within us. It's, it's part of our system. It's part That's of why our I was life. saying it was, yeah. it's more than just being the, t no. it's more than just the product. It is that rich culture that is just intertwined into the story and into each one of these bottles. Yeah. And um, that tradition, you know, for Peruvians, a Pisco kid that goes to university in Spain. You know, so you show up with a bottle of pisco that begins to cry. You know? <laughs> a little bit of home. <laughs> yeah. The it's spirit sexy. of home. It's amazing home, what the spirit does for our country. I think we're the only cuckoo. <laughs> Absolutely crazy. We're that fond of our own product, right? So, Loco Mato, huh? I'm going to adopt Mato Italiano, Loco Mato. I'm going to adopt this into my life. That's what it is. And then the distillery is a work of art. We are a national landmark. Wow. We are a historical monument. And funny thing is that it works. I have... We own the 1684 distillery, the continuously oldest continuously working distillery in the Americas. 1684. 14th of October of 1684. Wow. Mr. Carabello buys the property. And he has to pay his father-in-law in raisins, grapes, and pisco. Oh. <laughs> what a great barter. <laughs> raisins. And last, this, this season, February, March, I used it. And it works like a Swiss watch. Perfect. Perfect. Wow. Perfect. Still works. 334 years. Still works. It's amazing. Very cool. So it is, it's, it's, it, it is that, right? It is, uh, Pisco for, for me, for Agaravedo, for, for us, it's not just making a spirit. For me, it's part of, uh, a legacy I think I'm leaving in Peru behind me, right? I'm, uh, 
we have the reputation of being maybe the top line or one of the top lines, one of the top. I'm going to say we're the best. There's a, a lot of very good producers in Peru. We are about 480 distilleries. Wow. So there's a lot of good products out there, right? But I think we're the very consistent. We have a very good product on the market. We bring, and this is what I say when, when I talk to my colleagues, be sure it's my nose that decides when this goes into a bottle. And I, every Tuesday, have to smell about 40 glasses. Wow. And then I decide, no, she's not ready. All my piscos are girls. <laughs> no, she's not ready. <laughs> yeah, she's ready. Put her in a bottle, right? <laughs> Right? This is a good problem to have, Johnny. First of all, right? is anybody else feeling it? I'm feeling like I'm feeling it a little bit. Like I have like a little, you know, giddiness and happy and absolutely like right in your face, like here. It is. It is. It is. It's, it's, like is a, spirit. Going crazy. No, it's a spirit. It's a spirit that perks you up very, very quickly and very nice. It's a happy spirit. I was at Pisco. Makes you happy. It makes it. It's, I don't know what it does inside the system. Oh, boy. You don't it's want to good. stop drinking. It's a spirit that's good for your spirit. <laughs> I mean, I feel good. I'm not going to lie. I'm feeling real good. I just I just can't get over this. Stuff, this one is, that is beautiful, right? I Double really, As yeah. I said, this is my I'm gold I'm excited me- to try the, the rest, but... Oh. This is my medal winner. This is my huge medal winner, the Torontel grape, which is a white grape, very aromatic. It's, as I said, it's our state-grown grapes. I'm very proud. All my grapes are state-grown, right? All our grapes, we raise the wheat, the whole thing. It's the only way you can control quality. When you want... Uh, the finished product to be fantastic. You cannot make a great pisco. You don't have great grapes. Mm. Of course, yeah, yeah. It's the foundation of making anything. You start yeah. with something good. You have to start to with something really good, yeah. and then you make it better. Can I offer you Please. sample number three? Sorry. Thank you. Now, what we're doing here? Uh, thank is... you so much for coming. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Couldn't forget. So, what we're here doing here is we're doing the third, the second category of piscos. First, we try the piscos that are puro which means that monovarietal, this is 100% Quebranta, this is 100% Torontel, made from wine that's dry. Okay. So now I'm blending these two and trying to see what happens, how the spirit changes in the blend. But you have to be very careful because it can change. Right? You can really screw up. I like an English or Spanish. We got that. You don't need a language to translate that. Exactly. Right? So it could happen, right? You blend two, and boy, you're in trouble. What the daylights did you do with that shit, right? Wrong. <laughs> Wrong. And then you have to see how you blend it, right? And what happens here? Look, I served you, and I didn't serve myself. <laughs> <laughs> I told you something's happening here right now. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's really is it just me? I'm like, I'm like, what? We're having peace go. It's great. I don't know. We're not on a boat. I'm swaying now. Perfect. But here now, you know, you have the the these the two original aromatic structures have disappeared, and we've created new aromas. Absolutely. Right. Something has happened that you can identify in the back, maybe a little bit of each, but yeah. now there's a new basket of aromas, right? And this is called acholado, blend, a blended pisco. In this case, it's a blend of these two. Mmm. Right? It's all fruity for me now. Oh, look at that. It just really opens up your palate. Mmm. 
Oh, you nice. With this, you would make your um, pisco sour. Yes, of course. Now, I'll, I'll give you a secret, Tina. In, in my, I have restaurants in Lima. What I do, although I make these, when I make my pisco sour, try it. My pisco sour is three one one, three portions, three whatever you use, three ounces, three 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 of pisco, one of lime juice, and one of simple syrup, egg white ice in the works, and please. Bitters, one little drop on top. I don't want to see that thing swimming, turning pink. My pisco sour, my pisco sour has to be creamy white. I mean, right? Please. I don't want a bitter cocktail, cocktail of bitters. I love you. Right? I want one drop. Why the drop? Just to neutralize a little bit the scent of the egg white, right? Because we use fresh egg whites. Yeah. Right? So that's it. What do I do? Three is two of this one, and one of this one. And I, no, because no. here, yeah, I have the blend, but I here it's half and half. Okay. This one is half and half. Oh, so, so that's two, one, one. Yeah, two, yeah. one, one, right? Yeah. We'll do two, one, one. That's my, my recipe in my restaurant, right? I will do a two, one, one, and then I will maybe half and half a juice. Is that okay? Whatever. Go ahead. I want it. For me, it has to be lime. We're going to talk about that. You want to talk about it now? Whatever. Well, let's, no, let's go to the... Pisco sour needs lime, not yeah, lemon. Of course. No, it has to be lime. Of course. Pisco sour with lemon. Lemon doesn't have the acidity. Don't forget, Where? a pisco sour is a scientific formula. To have a perfect pisco sour. <laughs> Freshly squeezed lime. Can, can it only be Peruvian eggs then? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Perhaps. Fair enough. Boy, All right. I, I, I yeah, didn't remember see? that one. That's a good one. That's Boy, a new line for me. <laughs> It you gotta to, be Peruvian chicken. You know what you need is you need a contractor, the good chicken farmer first, though. Get your bit. <laughs> you get your start piece. With the chicken farmer, otherwise you can't make a pisco sour. So you can you can like have little side chicken's, you know, with each pisco bottle sold. <laughs> so what are you? So what are your feelings when people change the pisco? Yes, a pisco sour. Like yes, you like it. No, you don't. I think a pisco sour is a classic. You are a professional mixologist. You. It's like uh, saying uh, the paella that is made in Spain is the same. Can you repeat the same paella here? I don't think so. Yeah, exactly. I don't think so. So there are some, for some reason, some ingredients that have terroir, that have uh, their own natural. And it was invented there, was created there in Peru using those ingredients. Don't forget that it was invented by an American. Uh, this guy, Morris, opened a bar. He was a, he was a Mormon. And he opened a bar in Did you Lima. say Mormon? Mormon. Mormon, yeah. Um, and he, he was accountant for a mining company up in the Andes. And then he decided to quit the, the accounting business and went down to Lima and opened Morris's bar. Huh. And it was 1918, World War II. World War I was over. There was not enough scotch. You guys were not producing enough stuff for it to send it to us. <laughs> so he had to find something. And instead of making his whiskey sour, he used pisco. And it's the first time they're on a menu, a pisco sour. Right? 
supply and demand, and then, or you know, then, then necessity. Uh, the story goes through different bars and different restaurants. The, the Savoy, the the, the Baringles, where Hemingway, his glass was this size, <laughs> and it's called the Catedral. It's called oh, a cathedral. Oh, yes. A pisco sour, a triple or quadruple pisco sour, is called a cathedral. If you go to a bar oh, in Lima Lord. and you order a Catedral, you don't have to say pisco sour. Una Catedral, you get. A milkshake glass of wow. pisco sour. That's what you get. That's only the cathedral. best thing ever. <laughs> it's called a cathedral. And then, of course, we walk into Chilcanos, and then we go into Capitanes. What's a Capitanes? Capitan is magical. What is it? The Peruvian <laughs> Manhattan. Oh. But invented in 1930s. So it's not a copy. It's the Italians that came down with the vermouth. And when they got there, they had no grappa, I guess. And first it was served in two individual glasses. Like, you shot the, you drank the pisco, and your chaser was the vermouth. Oh. And then it got into a mix. And now you put it in a martini glass, one measure of a fantastic pisco, one measure of a fantastic red vermouth, a slice of orange peel. <laughs> You're in heaven. Oh. And that's called a capitan. It's a Peruvian Manhattan. Yeah, I, I love it. I read it. First of all, it's a Peruvian Manhattan. It could be the worst drink ever, the way you just sold it. It's, I mean, the it's marketing, not, it's not the marketing me. is brilliant. You can just drink it right now. <laughs> so, you know what? I'm 100% sold. I have no idea what's in the glasses anymore. I'm like, whatever. She's just buying what you're selling. I, I, I feel like, you know, I just always say, yes, I need everything. I don't really, yes, all of it. Right. No, those are. And then the last one is called an algarrobina. These are the four classics, right? Which I consider at the same level. I'm very pragmatic. I think the top cocktail in the world is the martini by far, right? I think it's the, I think perfection is the least ingredients, the most, the more perfect the cocktail is. I, when I go to a bar, I said, Mr. Schuler, I've got a cocktail for you. It carries one ounce of this, half an ounce of that, one quarter of an ounce of that, three quarters, I don't want it. Right? No, no, you're ruining each one of the spirits you're putting in there. You're destroying it. The less, the least amount of things you have to mix, the more, the more perfect your cocktail is going to come out, right? And that's the example of a, of a martini, which is two ingredients, but it's 99.9% of one and almost nothing of the other. Yeah, pretty much. No Churchill said that when he wants a martini, the vermouth, he puts his martini glass next to the telephone and he dials France. <laughs> right? right? That's just how dry he drinks it, right? So those for me, but I consider the martini, the Manhattan, the uh, whiskey sour, bourbon sour. Before that, basically, for me, is bourbon. It's not scotch. It's a bourbon sour. And the pisco and pims. There's 10 fantastic cocktails in the world. Pisco sour is one of them. Scientifically, well done. At home, in a good bar. Yeah. With somebody that really, but not the guy that is, you know, I use, uh, <clears throat> I don't use, uh, I put a lot of uh, bitters on it. No, I prefer to, don't change Change the name. If you're going to change the recipe of my pisco sour, change the name of the drink. Just leave it alone. Right? No? Or make it a classic, right? Yeah. Which is what I think. I'm, I am. 
You're yeah, a traditionalist. I, my age, I'm a traditionalist. Yeah, I yeah. still think, like, Harry Belafonte, Johnny Mathis. <laughs> I still love those songs from back there, right? You know, in the airplane yesterday coming in to New Orleans, ah, my movie. My movie. Which is? Casablanca. Ah. <laughs> I've seen it. 100,343 million times. <laughs> I know the word of every actor. I don't know. I know the... You can my, play all the my parts. My wife you says, you're going to see that thing again? <laughs> so last night I got to New Orleans. I said, so you, know, you know what I saw you in the movie? Casablanca. <laughs> Rick's Cafe, I think it's wonderful, right? But this is the Simon Traditionalist. And I think cocktails, you have to have the original, and then you can play with it whatever you want, Right? But the original has to be perfect. No pressure. No we, pressure. No, no pressure. No, no pressure. So no. shall we uh, taste one last? Thing? All right. The last one. Now we want your cocktail first because this is a sipper. You don't mix this. I mean, I wouldn't mix In my restaurant, I make my pisco sours with this one. Two? But in your restaurant, you make pisco sours No, I, but I blend the quebranta of Mosto Verde and the Torontolo of Mosto Verde because these are puros. The still one is dry. This one, the one is sweet. But I make with this. I make eight different piscos. In this category, I only make two, three. Here, I make one of each grape. All right? You guys are the masters. You tell me how to drink this. I'm just, gonna, I'm just here right, along right, for, right, the, wanna, for the ride. Why don't we go for the... You're oh, right. No, no, let's do it. Try it, try it. No, you're right. No, you're I'm right. Not gonna make, I'm not going to... You know why he's always right? I'm in. All right, but now... Yeah, now it's bigger pour. Yes, because it's a bigger pour now. Sure, and by the end, I'll be like, no. No, but you have to. I'll be singing Frank Sinatra to you. You like Frank Sinatra? (laughs) I love Frank Sinatra. Perfect. I'm from New York, so we got this great impression. Oh, my kind of town. My kind of town. I love New York. All right, I'll make you a Sinatra Pisco your way. (laughs) We are. Uh, Somebody just did you just do that? Somebody just sent me. uh, a, a photograph of a 1950s movie where, uh, I can't remember the actor now, drinking a pisco sour in Lima in the movie. Oh. oh. Drinking a pisco sour. Bueno, any case. Now, we're going to taste something completely different. This is Porton, which is no longer Porton in the American market. We, uh, <clears throat> a judge decided that the word Porton and Patron are uh, the same. What? So we have been advised that we have to change our name. Oh, legal. We lost a legal battle for Porton. Porton means gate. Yes. Patron means boss. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, These are two companies that pick two Spanish names that mean totally, completely different things. And they're spelled differently. And they're spelled differently. (laughs) And a judge here decided that no. So now it's going to be called Caravedo Mosto Verde, right? So it's going no. to say Caravedo Mosto Verde, all right? Just for general knowledge. It's the same juice. It's the same product. So if we're starting, as a consumer, if they're starting to see different bottles. They're going to see different bottles. It's going to say Caravedo Mosto Verde instead of Porton, right? But it's the same product. So, Thanks so, to my friends. It doesn't matter. When the new branding comes out, you know, we're... Where we're is this judge from? I, I don't know. But <laughs> like, so when... So when the yeah. new bottles come out, Gina, I, you know, I think we just go down to Peru and we do You're a whole more show than on the new branding sure. to make sure there's no confusion in the American market. Do you see you what's know. happening today? So, yes, are we leaving now? Great. I don't even have to be sold. All right. <laughs> now, we're, this is taken to the still when it's dry. This is taken to the still when the wine is still sweet. 
Destillation doesn't carry sugar, just vapors. Goes up the head into the swan's neck, into the coil, condenses, and magic comes out, right? So there's no sugar pulled out. But you're going to have now impressions of sweetness, and you're going to see that the aromatics are multiplied. They open more. And then, in your senses, in your taste, you're going to have to appreciate another thing. Weight. Density. When it falls oh. into your mouth. See, it's heavier. Right? Like this. this is the ultra premium of Pisco's, right? The super, oh. super ultra premium. That's delicious. It is. You're right. It just coats your mouth. It kind of stays Ooh, there. It's oh. like honey. It's, it is. It is. Just Right? I mean, I'm not going to lie. This is why I gave you a little bit more. We opened it before you got here. <laughs> <laughs> but isn't it? Look how much they opened it. <laughs> look how much they opened it. And they have imbibed some of that. I, I, I served about that much, but look, it's down here. <laughs> a good friend of yours stopped by earlier. Ah, all right. And, uh, no, then, then no problem. No. You know, he was regaling you. Your pata. <laughs> my pata. He's my pata. Yeah, he's yeah, a good yeah. buddy. But now you see the difference, right? Between wow. these and this, right? It's, these are fantastic piscos, but this of course is the Pop Notch Ultra Premium. Yeah. And when I started, maybe only two or three distilleries were out making Mosto Verdes. Because nobody in the market is too expensive to produce. So yeah. nobody in the market. But when we began to say, where are we going to support the United States? I told Bill, Bill Callum. Man, the man behind the project. I told him, Bill, we're going to do the best piece of there is most of early. That's what we have to. We have to make the top, the elite, right? And then we worked down. We worked around. We started with the top of the pyramid. Yeah. And then we worked the base, right? So now we have about 18 SKUs, different products. Wow. But all, and where's your piece of sour? Why are you going? What do you think is happening to me right now? I don't even like. I'm like my death perception's all. I don't know what's happening. I am a designated drinker. This is. I I don't know what to do first. I love that it's it's cloud. This is mine. Hey, what the hell? Why did you invite me for? Come on. Well, it may be so that because you brought this, but. Salud. Salud. Cheers. Cheers. Yes. This is. I mean, has anybody get any work done in your bars? Hey, we're working right now, Gina. It's a tough job. It is a tough yes. job, Johnny. I would, I would love my manager meetings if they came in. Like, <laughs> Johnny was like, okay, today we're going to make a beautiful beef. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> sell it to me. All right. But I, I'll, I'll, I'll share with you an anecdote. Este, Marisabel Mijares is a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful Spanish taster. Mm. Very old. I can't say very old. She's an older, elderly person. Considered one of the best Spanish-speaking tasters in the world. Wow. And she's from Spain. She's a very good friend of mine. And we're arguing like we're talking about pisco sours, right? And I says, no, a pisco sour is a pisco sour. But she doesn't like sugar in hers. She likes her really sour. So I said, uh, he says, no, Johnny, a pisco sour is a pisco sour. Come to my restaurant. It's called the Kikla Vendiva. I'm going to make you a tasting of pisco sours. I'm going to use different grapes, different piscos. And she was just amazed at what we can do. Because yeah. it's different. It's a different world. Don't sure. You? People don't realize. Your choice. Your choice. I'm going here. All right. Fantastic. That's a blend of these two, right? Yeah. Beautiful. I don't know. That's I really want to do your 2-1 now. I don't know. I'm, no, no. Uh, I'm going to go here.
Go on, go there. So, Gina, tell us what you've done so far. Um, not much. Crack <laughs> <laughs> the egg white into uh, the top of the shaker. Um, I always say this, if you guys are confident in cracking eggs, always put your egg whites in the top so if you mess up, you don't ruin your liquor. Um, in the bottom here, we did do a little variation. We have uh, just a, um, a grapefruit simple syrup. So it's got a little bit of uh, citrus, but not much. Um, one count, so we're gonna do, I'm gonna, so now I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask you. Um, so I always do two, one, but at this time now, I'm, I think, should I do three? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so when you say three, one, Gina, what was that? You answered that very quickly. Three ounces <laughs> okay. to one ounce of uh, uh, citrus, one ounce simple. So you can use regular simple syrup. Now, here comes my favorite new thing. Yesterday, I we talked with a friend of yours in the time we had this talk of how you squeeze the lime, right? So now, Johnny, Johnny was giving me a lesson and you squeeze like this so you don't get the oils in. Oh, you get the oils in. You get or don't want the oil? You don't want the oils in. Right. That's what so I'm saying. So so now what I'm saying for people like myself or at home or a bartender, right? What Johnny does is he does it by hand, right? So he gets what he wants. This is what I would do to not to, to do it the, the way. And it is true. When we made it yesterday, we, we did try this. It's unbelievably the difference and the sharpness that changes when you take the skin off. And you make the drink. So forever and for now on, I will make my piscos, and I will make my limes naked, um, and I will and I'll squeeze it that way. Okay, a little little nudity, and then we're good to go. So we're gonna take our juicer and put it in there. That is absolutely new for me. The way you're doing it, great. I think it's cool. So we're gonna we're gonna measure and start squeezing out. So we're gonna go that way. There we go. I was like, where are we going? Let's go. It's gonna go. Okay, here it is. I didn't want to waste it. Okay. I'm like, I don't want to waste it. It's coming. And then you have all of this flesh, so it's like a little bit, it's a little bit different. There we go. Of course it's not gonna do it on camera, right? There we go. There we go. There we go. There we go. It's the magic of edit. Don't worry. Right. Yeah, I know. Friends, don't Gina. worry. There's more thank you. Thank you for look at that when that's left over. Anyway, don't put that in there. I think all right, it's really so let's cool. go to the next one. Cause like you should be in in getting more juice. Yeah, but, yeah. And there we go. I'll pour it in like that. Okay, we have enough. So the goal we is probably to now, We probably now have a little too much. So the goal is to get about an ounce. Yeah, but we have we're gonna, we we have a little bit in there. So we have, right now we have about a half an ounce in there. We're going to cut it with um, a little bit. Now, that is your version. This is my version. I'm changing it just a little bit. All right. So this is, um, it's cayenne and orange for a little bit of heat. All right? Cool. I have a little... Um, I couldn't make it exactly the same. I mean, I would, I, I do appreciate it, but I, I do have to do something. She had to do her Gina no, in it. So Gina Sour. Could, exactly. Oh, there you go. It's a Gina Sour. There we go. It's Gina's a little drunk. <laughs> so the designated drinker show is turning into Gina's inebriated. Hopefully the bartending is good. Um, so right now we're going to do a little try shake. Um, and basically what you're doing is you're incorporating the greens and you're whipping your eggs. All at the same time. All at the same time. And you get... This foam, right? So the foam means that we're ready to add ice. And, um, you know, no pressure. This man's only had every piece go in the world. <laughs> Very easy, everybody. So um, cheers to making Gina sweat. I love it when you guys yeah. make her do it. Right. Yeah. Great. 
And then there's a drum line coming down. Oh, yeah, you can tell we're in New Orleans. There's our drum line. Just for you, Johnny. We we did that. You organized that. Yeah, Thank you. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. I appreciate that. Just while Gina was making the drink. Yeah. Can we want to get some pictures? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wait, maybe you'll get some beans. Bring them up for a drink. <laughs> okay, a drink. Exactly. <laughs> we'll introduce them to Pisco. <laughs> so now my question is this. Do you agree with the double strain? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, but uh, the, the double no. I think I think you guys mixology here is is, is beautiful. It's, what you guys are doing is fantastic, right? Johnny, assist! I can't get it off. I don't know what's happening right now. No, uh, this one is really uh, there. I got it. I got it. I got okay, it. perfect, perfect. <laughs> Johnny Schuler, everybody, thank you so much for coming. All right, so. <laughs> So, say it. so now right. there's an argument. I like now the double change. Okay. So we're gonna get our color. And did you chill those coupe glasses? Too? I did yeah, chill those coupe glasses. She did. You think I'm not? These are a little tiny. These are a little tiny. These glasses. They are. I know. We could actually put it in a giant glass and, and get we a have a cathedral. <laughs> we, yeah, I mean, yeah, we used to drink cathedrals, right? We, we need a bigger glass for this pore size. That's for sure. Now we're well, that have... just means we get an extra one, right? I mean, that's not a bad thing. We're not thing. finished yet. We have about one more hour of yeah. taping over here. Yeah, so exactly, we're... at least. We'll find oh, something oh, we to talk about, about. We have about that much more. To... <laughs> we have that much more. That's how much time we have. <laughs> People don't understand me when I sit down and I say, we can't go before we finish the bottle. I mean, are you going to leave it like that? <laughs> You're hanging out with the right chicks. That's, a, that's <laughs> nice, right? Come on. You always finish yeah. what the chef brings yeah, you, right? Yeah, sure. You finish your meal, finish the bottle. All right, so this glass is, for the, the size we put in there, I would say is a little off on the ratio, but we're, we're right there on the top. And one thing about Pisco's, and I totally agree, is that it should be to the top. Yes. And Always. have like a little meringue look to it. And very small. Beautiful. No, very, very little. So the meringue has to be, I tell you one, Gina, if I'm in a restaurant in Lima, and Thank the meringue God. goes halfway down the glass. Yeah. I call the maitre d' and says, excuse me, sir, dessert is after dinner. Meringue is for the pastry chef. <laughs> I wind up Pisco Sour. So <laughs> what happens when that, when, if you have that much head, how did, what, what did somebody do oh, yeah, wrong? Good night. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> what? All right. You got dessert All right. Now. <laughs> Oh, yeah. All right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What? Um, no, I mean, it's, you know, it's it's just a thing. It's supposed to be like the, a texture on your lips, a little kiss, if you will, and then basically you, you know, yeah. you drink it, and that's it. Now, so we have two things we could do, and I think this might be a little bit fun, right? Normally, you put bitter, you're going to put one little dash of Angostura bitters on the top, right? Like, boop. Yeah. Now, I have one thing we could try. All right. If you'd like, not a bit now, you must taste it. Before we put it on there. How do you like it? How do you like it? In here. Okay. Taste it. That was a whole nother joke there. It's spicy, it's but nice. Strong, spicy, nice. I think we should try it. Yours. I think no better as we do this. Yours. One time. Okay. There we go. Hold on. I haven't, uh, I haven't flipped this bottle yet, so we're going to practice. And you got one. So that's a good that's a good note. Perfect. You have to practice how much because if you oh, do it too much, you're you like you always have to practice. And everything you don't do too much, you always have to practice. <laughs> you really it's really true when you make these drinks, like 
Um, one thing I, uh, I never understand, and like, I, and pro tip, pro tip is uh, when you want to practice and you're doing your and you're doing your pour, whether it's, it's uh, any of your bitters, you turn your bottle and it's going to tell you how much it's going to effort it's going to take to get yeah. the drop. Um, and you can and we can do it because I have the Angostura here. So this is not how you put it in. It's too much. You know what we do? What I do in my restaurant, in my house, yeah. I break a toothpick and I put it in here, ah. so it stops the flow of the. The shoot. It oh. just comes in the, the drop. That's smart. I put a, a toothpick in the middle of a little hole there. I put a toothpick that closes pretty much the hole. So when you shoot it. You're getting all kinds of pro tips right now, folks. And this, uh, is, uh, this is great. Considering I'm just the pro drinker. Well, you know it's really great? I think we but, do this. Uh, this is. Gina, wait. Oh, oh, we're missing. Because she, ah. she made extra. I think I it was. Extra. I think she I planned the little glasses. I think she planned the little glasses. She's, what do you yeah, think? Yeah, she did. She's a pro. I made yeah. extra. Just, uh, she wasn't just, born uh, yesterday. I'm telling you that. <laughs> just to make sure. You know, we're not doing straws anymore. So you have to have a full uh, cocktail. There we go. Well, we're going to do a little Pretty hot hotter. stuff, huh? Mine's going to be a little bit hotter than yours, but that's okay. Okay. Salud. 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 I think we're okay. I'm just going to say, you know, as an amateur Pisco drinker, this is amazing. Ah. It's okay? Okay. I, I passed. Congratulations. I'm really, really. Gina Sauer, right? Yeah. Well, like you said, it's not a traditional. It's not a classic. It's not a traditional, but it's a fantastic cocktail. Yeah. So really? what Gina always like to The only problem about it has... It's too small? It's a small glass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she beat you to the punch. You always let the guests finish. Oh, no, <laughs> oh. That's a whole nother God. show again. Yeah, she, she beat me to it, oh, right? This show is just going south. All the way to Peru. <laughs> I mean, yes. So for Gina's take on uh, Pisco Sour or Johnny's more traditional Pisco Sour recipe, just head on over to designateddrinker.show. That's designated drinker. For show. Or show. And uh, <laughs> she'll have all the recipes, how-tos, and uh, whatnots. And we'll actually, we'll do uh, links to the Pisco as well. Sure. Wonderful. I think it's wonderful. Salud to you guys, huh? Everybody. Absolutely. Good times. Mmm. Please. I know. I did <laughs> Pretty good. Very good. Louise. Very nice. I think I learned my dozen, I think I learned my, my, my portion control today. <laughs> <laughs> it only took this many years, folks. <laughs> I'm telling you, I've been like this the whole time. I'm like, oh, I feel like I want to chef. I don't know. Well, it's a good thing. That's how I start. We start off the show. I just asked you not to sink it. I think you did an amazing job. Very good. Very good. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed the, the tasting. Absolutely. So you know what that means, Gina? Well, you got something so you gotta else. Prepare. No, no, no. You know what it means? You got to prepare more. Yeah. Because okay. it was too short. Okay. <laughs> no, 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 I'm joking. Wait, how do you say it? In, let's ask, how do you say okay, it? Okay, so uh, we always do, uh, and since you're the designated drinker, we always, uh, we started with a little Peruvian slang, which I have no more left. Um, we always do last call. And so if you wouldn't mind taking us out. How do, yeah, how do you say it called last call? Say? Last call. Mis queridos patitas, he pasado una tarde de la pitrimitri hoy día. <laughs> really a wonderful afternoon with Gina and Luis. I am the designated drinker, and I'm going to be sticking around here for a few more hours. Absolutely. But don't forget. Cheers. Here's to you guys. Salud con pisco. Woo!